Before tonight's episode, I want to let you know about our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium, the best way to experience the show and get a good night's sleep. With Get Sleepy Premium, everything is ad-free. You'll receive a bonus episode every week and have full access to our entire back catalogue. Your support really helps and means so much to us. Simply tap the link in the show notes to learn more. Now, a quick word from our sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you two free episodes each week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. My name's Thomas, and I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in. Tonight, we'll journey together to Fez in Morocco, taking in all the sights, sounds, smells, and tastes of this unique old city. But first I have some really exciting news to share with you all, and it's that Get Sleepy now has a YouTube channel. Now there's absolutely no reason to change your listening habits. I'd say just stick with whatever works best for you. Our YouTube channel is simply an extension of the show, featuring the same great stories and meditations but with the addition of some relaxing visuals to accompany the narrations. What we would greatly appreciate is if you could pop over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe. I'll put a link in the show notes, or you can simply search for Get Sleepy Pod on YouTube and you should find us. One of the best features of YouTube is that you can like and comment on each individual video. So if there's an episode you particularly love, then do let us know over there in the comments. The team have been working really hard to make it special and calming, so I hope you'll check it out, and thanks as always for your love and support. Let's get nicely settled into bed, relaxed, comfortable, and ready for sleep. Draw in a slow, deep breath, filling your lungs right up, and enjoy the feeling of letting it go with the out-breath. It's time to say goodbye to the day, to gently welcome the peace and quiet of night and to be appreciative for the opportunity to rest. Whatever came your way today, you've made it through, just as you always do. No matter how big or small, there would have been moments of accomplishment today 
and no doubt there may have been some moments that challenged you as well. But here you are, at the end of another day, and you ought to be proud. We all know it isn't always easy being human. We have a heck of a lot to contend with, both outwardly and inwardly. So never underestimate just how well you're doing and the positive impact your presence has in our world. Thank you, quite simply, for being you. As you continue making your way into sleep, just rest your attention on the sound of my voice and imagine the beautiful city of Fez that we're about to enter. It's a bustling city filled with old world architecture. Vibrant colors of all shades are abundant, but the dominant hue is that of the golden sandstone most buildings are constructed with. This is Fez, and it's here, in a quiet courtyard, that our story begins. Nate is sitting in the courtyard of a former palace turned hotel. He's a bit tired from his travels, but is feeling excited to finally be in Morocco. He awoke this morning in a carved wooden bed with the plushest mattress he had ever slept upon. He felt so comfortable laying atop the layers of bedding that it was hard for him to get up and start his day. When he learned that he had been selected to receive an academic fellowship, he decided to splurge on a fancy hotel to celebrate. He'll spend his first few nights here at the hotel before moving in with a local Moroccan family. It is by far the nicest place he has ever stayed, much more luxurious than his small studio apartment back home. It's a Riyadh hotel, meaning it's built around a central courtyard that opens to the sky. Right now, Nate is sitting at a small table in the corner of the courtyard, taking everything in. There is a mosaic tile fountain in the middle. The sound of bubbling water echoes throughout the space, 
and the bright blue sky is visible above. In ancient times, running water would have signified luxury, as water was a precious resource. There are lush green plants in each corner of the courtyard. Banana leaf plants, majesty palms, and other kinds Nate doesn't know the names of. The floors of the courtyard are covered in geometric tilework in the most vibrant colors. Turquoise, blue, gold, maroon, white, and black. Nate can feel the warm sun beaming down onto his skin, and can smell the honeysuckle flowers that are placed throughout the hotel. Just then, one of the employees approaches. He's wearing traditional clothing, wide trousers, and a squared cap, also called a fez. He offers Nate a cup of Moroccan mint tea. Welcome, he says. The tea is served piping hot, with a generous amount of fresh mint leaves stuffed into the tall glass cup. Nate savors each sip, as it's unlike anything he's ever tasted before. The strong taste of gunpowder green tea is tempered by a generous amount of sugar. The mint leaves lend a refreshing and zesty bite. This setting is spectacular. Nate thinks to himself. While he is tempted to kick back and sip tea all day, he is also eager to get out and explore the Medina. The word Medina means city in Arabic and is also used to describe the older, historic part of a Moroccan town. His friend Hisham is expected to arrive any minute now to show him around. While he waits, Nate flips back through his guidebook. He learns that the city of Fez was founded in the year 789. The ancient Medina is one of the largest car-free zones on the planet as well as one of the oldest continuously inhabited cities in the world. Looking at the map of this historic Medina, he can see that it's walled in and built in a labyrinthine style, with lots of winding alleyways. It seems like it would be an easy place to get lost in, Nate thinks to himself. As he looks up from his book, he sees Hisham making his way across the courtyard 
toward his table. Welcome to Morocco, his friend says, as he gives Nate a huge hug. Hisham is a history student here in Fez. The two met when he was studying abroad a few years ago and have remained good friends ever since. As two history enthusiasts, they are both fascinated by this wonderfully complex city. Hisham had previously explained its layout to Nate. He described how the city was built in five layers, and how five was a holy number in Islam. Now that they are together, Nate wants Hisham to show him each layer as they walk through the old city. Are you ready for your insider's tour of Fez? Hisham asks. Nate nods, definitely. As they step outside of the hotel, they find themselves in a narrow alleyway. The clay walls of the corridor are baking in the hot sun, emanating an earthy, muddy smell. The fragrance of fresh spices and home cooking are layered on top of the hot clay scent, creating a truly unique sensory experience. Motorcycles zip by alongside shuffling pedestrians. In the distance, there is the clopping sound of a donkey pulling a cart. Hisham hands Nate some mint sprigs and tells him to hold them close to his nose. As the donkey cart approaches, they can see that it is full of sheep hides en route to the tannery. The mint leaves really come in handy, Hisham tells Nate, smiling. The main path through the Medina is narrow and seems to angle slightly down as if they are currently standing at the high point. Hisham pulls Nate aside and reminds him that the first layer of the city is the cemetery. On the hillside above the Medina are the Myranid tombs. The Myranids were a dynasty that ruled Morocco from the 13th to the 15th centuries. The tombs are purposely built beyond the city limits. He goes on to explain that they are now standing in the second layer where people live. There are lots of family homes and hotels in this area. Hisham points out some wooden arched doorways that are flush with the clay walls of the alleyways. The facades are modest, but beyond the simple doorways 
are beautiful riads. In other parts of the Medina, there are apartments that have elegantly carved wooden balconies. The two friends begin to meander further down the alley, and after a few minutes of walking, they smell the comforting scent of freshly baked bread. To the left, there is an opening in the wall, with some steps down into a bakery. There is a big clay oven, and a man standing outside of it with a long wooden paddle. A number of women crowd around the opening, waiting for their orders to be ready. Hisham explains that communal bakeries are quite common in Morocco, and that women will bring their own dough to the baker for him to bake. Hisham hands the man a few dirhams and buys some for Nate to try. As Nate pulls off a piece, fresh steam pipes out of the bread into the already hot air. He closes his eyes to savor the experience and smiles with satisfaction. Shortly thereafter, Hisham and Nate keep walking, winding down the Tala Kabira, the main path through the Medina. They pass through the food markets, where a whole new alchemy of smells presents itself. They continue on next to butcher stalls, past people selling fried potato dumpling sandwiches, and spice shops where the spices are proudly displayed in conical formations. Nate notes deep red paprika, bright orange turmeric, pungent cumin, dried red peppers, and even ras al-hanut. It's Morocco's famous blend, containing upwards of 30 different spices. Nate also sees huge jars filled with dozens of types of olives and preserved lemons, and two-liter bottles full of thick, cloudy olive oil. The smells all blend together into a tantalizing mix of spiciness, fermentation, frying oil, hot clay, citrus, and more. Hisham sees Nate peering around wide-eyed, as if he were trying to decide what he wanted to eat first. Hisham explains that this is the third layer of the city, where you will find all the food markets and restaurants. He walks away and comes back a few minutes later 
with a Makuda sandwich for Nate. He tells him that this is his favorite thing to eat here. Makuda are spiced potato dumplings that are deep fried and delicious. Here in Fez, they are added to sandwiches with a fried egg and some melted cheese. According to Hisham, they are the ultimate comfort food and something Nate must know about while he's living here in Fez. Nate takes a huge bite and an expression of bliss immediately passes over his face. It's the perfect street food, he thinks, as he takes another warm, crunchy, salty bite. The pair ambles onwards, winding further into the Medina. Soon they hear a din in the distance that sounds like hammering metal. A few steps further, and they can see where the sound is coming from. A handful of coppersmiths, both teachers and students alike, working on their exquisite pieces. There are beautiful copper plates and pans hanging all over the place as Nate and Hisham enter a small plaza called Seferine Square. The little shops around the courtyard display the most intricately designed metal lanterns, teapots, cups, and even tagines. Each item has different etched and hammered metal patterns. As they turn around, they notice a man seated on the ground, who has stopped hammering a bowl to greet them. He offers them both a cup of tea and gestures for them to sit down. Hisham thanks him in Arabic, as he and Nate each take a seat on an embroidered leather cushion. Curled up on a third cushion beside them is a little white kitten, purring softly as it sleeps. Hisham proceeds to tell Nate that they have almost arrived at the heart of the Medina. He introduces Nate to the Crafts Quarter, here in the fourth layer of the city. It is adjacent to the dyer's souk, where textiles are colored with natural dyes made from lapis lazuli, henna, beets, saffron, and indigo. In the other direction are the ceramics, which are very famous in Fez. Fez's ceramics are known for a style of white glaze with very detailed ultramarine blue motifs. 
In Marrakesh, the clay is red, but in Fez, it is white. A bit further onwards is the leather souk, where finished products from the tannery are sold. And Seferine Square is where the metalsmiths work. Not too far away are the woodworkers. They carve cedar wood and inlay mother of pearl. These pieces are famous around the world. Fez is known as the craft capital of Morocco and is full of artisans who are dedicated to preserving its rich artistic traditions. Typically, Artisans will teach their children, starting when they are very young, and the craft is passed down through the family lines. Nate looks in awe at everything he sees around him. As a historian, he is fascinated by the practice of passing down crafts from one generation to the next. Seeing the commitment to preserving culture and tradition is wonderful to him. Nate decides to purchase a metal teapot from the man to remember his hospitality and this special tour on his first full day in Fez. The teapot is hammered silver and is very shiny. The metal handle is covered by a hand-sewn potholder of a person in traditional Moroccan clothing, a long robe and a square hat. The amount of charm and craftsmanship present in this one object is remarkable, Nate thinks. He will always remember this day with Hisham and his first tour of Fez when he looks at it. The din of hammering continues in the background, and now the kitten is awake and batting a piece of yarn across the floor. Hisham tells Nate that they are very close to the mosque, which is the heart of the city. Fez is also known as the spiritual center of Morocco, and the great mosque, al Karawiyan, is at the center of Fez, just ahead. Nate is excited to be so close to the fifth layer of the city. He feels a sense of anticipation and wonder just thinking about it. He has studied this area extensively and his research will bring him back here many more times while he's living in Fez. They finish up their tea at the coppersmith's shop and thank him, 
before leaving and walking down to see it. Moments later, the call to prayer begins to echo from the mosque. As they get closer, the mosque comes into view, and it is absolutely beautiful. Around Nate and Hisham, people make their way down towards the mosque for afternoon prayers. The call to prayer reverberates all around, as though broadcast in surround sound, as other nearby mosques also chime in. Nate has heard the call to prayer several times since arriving in Morocco, but this time it feels more profound. It has a beautiful, melodic resonance that stops him in his tracks for just a moment. What a lovely reminder to pause and contemplate, Nate thinks. Soon, Nate and Hisham find themselves walking across the square toward the mosque. The roof of the complex is green, so it can be seen easily from other parts of the city. As they approach, they see a group of men washing their feet in the fountain outside of the main entrance. The arched entryway is stunning. The door is made of carved and painted wood surrounded by ornate stucco and tile work. Inside is a courtyard, and beyond that appears to be the prayer hall. Nate knows that as a non-Muslim, he must wait outside to be respectful. Hisham stays with Nate to explain what is unfolding in front of them. He shares that Muslims pray five times a day. The call to prayer is a reminder that it is time to stop what you are doing and take a few minutes to pause. If you are near a mosque, you can pray there, or you can stay wherever you are and simply observe a few moments of peace. This particular place is very famous, and is considered to be one of the holiest sites in all of Islam. Al-Qarawiyyin is more than just a mosque. It is also an institute of learning, This complex was originally founded in the 9th century and has been a very special place ever since, Hisham says. People come here from all over the world to visit this sacred site. 
Nate can feel the power of this incredible place and can now understand its significance in a whole new way. He had previously read about this mosque, but being here and witnessing it is a totally different experience. He and Hisham lean against the clay walls of the alleyway and remain quiet, simply observing this moment of shared devotion and contemplation. They each feel a deep sense of peace and ease wash over them, totally engrossed in the moment, totally present to all the sights, sounds, and smells in their surroundings. In the spiritual center at the heart of Fez, deep in the old Medina, time slows down. Movement, working, and rushing stops, if only for a moment. There is no pressure or concern to do anything else but be still and appreciate this place in time just as it is at peace.